Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Barbara and Declan join us once again. Good afternoon Hola. to you both. How are you? Hola. Hola. Yeah. Hola. Okay. Uh, we're going to do the segment <laughs> now. Spanish. 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 Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, that is. Spanish. Yeah. That's the uh, end of my Spanish. My housemate is unbelievably selfish, and I'm at the end of my tether with her. I moved in six months ago after her, uh, six months after her, and we share a two bedroom in a decent area close to the city centre. I work from home two days a week. She works at home full time. And here starts the trouble. She claims the living dining area is her office and I'm not allowed to use it during the day. I can't access the kitchen to make a cup of tea, can't go in there to put in a wash and effectively I'm banned to my bedroom, which is the smaller one, by the way. I've tried to fight her on this. But she says her job is too important to have interruptions. When I do try to use the living space, she goes bananas at me. I really can't afford to move out, but this is making me miserable. What can I do? Wow. Alpha female in charge of, yeah, <laughs> in charge wow. of the That's flat. wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, uh, on this is a fairly black and white issue. I'm assuming that this person who wrote to us pays more or less, maybe pro rata if they've the smaller bedroom, half of the rent. Um, hmm. Because they're not just renting their bedroom; they're renting, you know, they're, yeah. they're renting half the, the half the place. Um, so, unless you are paying a significantly lower rent than she is, which, as I say, I doubt, then she cannot corral you into your bedroom and tell you that you are not allowed to use even the dining room, living room, but certainly not the kitchen. Like some kind of nineteen fifties kind it's of house mother going, get in there now. Yeah, don't leave Shocking. your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, in the interest of good relations and, and, and house sharing and all that kind of stuff, you can work together on a compromise, you know, that had she come to you, I'm sure, and said, look, I work from home five days a week. So if I could use the dining table in the living room or whatever as my office on those days, would that be OK? And if you go, yeah, that's fine. But there's no necessity. I don't know what job she does, but there is absolutely no necessity for you not to be able to walk through the space unless you're turning <laughs> cartwheels and singing at the top of your yeah. voice or something. Um, and as to keeping you out of the kitchen so you can't even make a cup of tea, like I'm sure that's, that's mad. a yeah. human rights infringement. <laughs> so. but, yeah, why would she be, she, if she's working at home two days a week, she's putting on washes during that time as well. Uh, um no, they, well, the, your, your woman works full time at there. home. No, but the other one, the one who wrote into us that works at home two yeah, days I a week. I don't know what... The, and she's like at home, supposed to be working, but she's, you know, doing, doing her washing. laundry. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. That's awful. I'm like kind of... I want to know, does, you know, and I've said this a couple of times this week, do you have a contract and can I have a look at it? Because, you know, if you haven't got a contract... You sound like Judge Judy, do you know that? <laughs> yeah. Do I? Yeah. yeah. What's bring, your man, bring the paperwork what's up What's your man and called who works with Judge Judy? <laughs> yeah, bring us the thing. Bring yeah. us the contract. You know, is, assuming that somebody has a contract, I don't know who has a contract, but like, you know, the reality of it is, is that if you haven't negotiated a particular arrangement based on the fee that you're going to pay. The assumptions that you made, I think, like you suggest, Barbara, yeah. are pretty fair. You know, we're both paying the rent. This is our shared shared accommodation. If it wasn't previously said to you in advance... You're only renting the room. I just, I would totally disregard what they're saying. I mean, yeah. it's like, I think it's an outrage for yeah. somebody to just shout you down because you're walking through the back of their Zoom meeting while you're trying to get a hobnob and a cup of tea, you know. And I think yeah. obviously the other telling thing is that this uh, person who wrote to us moved in six months after your woman who is seemingly yeah. the boss. So I think she's just kind of, uh, you know, obviously from the get-go has decided, well, I'm going to make sure that this other person knows they're not allowed to do this and they're not allowed to do that. But as you say, 
That is totally unreasonable. If it wasn't, if it wasn't kind of, you see, what, what is problematic is, is just, it's the kind of legal side of it is that if you're subletting from this person oh. and they're shifting the, the goalposts on you mm. as time goes by, it's a kind of an awkward one. But the reality of it is, is that this doesn't mean you have no rights. And it does actually mean that they didn't explain to you in advance what the scenario is. Let me just dig your heels in. And what are they going to do? Throw you out? And yeah. they can make your life more, more annoying than it is already. <laughs> so you go. She probably can't. Uh, not for that. No, she can't. No, I don't no. think she can. But equally... She's just a weapon. It sounds yeah. really, like, really nasty. Like it's bullying, really, really. It does it's sound really it's, nasty. It's bullying. It's yeah, kind well, of bullying it is somebody. kind of bullying. Yeah. And, and I kind of wonder, and I know it's not the thing you want to hear in a housing crisis, but and if she's a weapon, she's a weapon. You know, you can't kind of go have a personality transplant, love. Yeah, but you, you know? know what? Very often, not very often, <laughs> but sometimes with somebody who's a bully... He, they, I, I, I don't know why I feel that this is a man who's written to us, but I kind of feel that he's a little on the back foot. You know that he hasn't said I've tried. Well, he has said he said she goes bananas at me. Don't let her go bananas at you. Let that all wash over you and just very calmly and coolly say I am paying half the rent or nearly half the rent. I haven't just rented my bedroom. I need to walk through this space to get to the kitchen to make a cup of tea to get a glass of water. End of story. And don't get into a discussion about it. Just it, state you know, it as it that is. It reminds me of, you know, it's, it's very, like I mentioned earlier, 1950s type scenario of the lodger living next door and, and there's a kind of a, like, um, what's her name in Brooklyn, you know, when she goes off to America and she's living, you know, the film Brooklyn. Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sarah yeah. Ronan is Sir living Sharon. in with yeah. Julie Walter's character. And the of. boarding house has yeah. real strict rules in case the young ones lose the run of themselves. <sighs> and that, that kind of a tone yeah. off it is real, like, it's real... It's it is. She's the landlady kind and, of, and yeah, old-fashioned landlady. She's got notions. That's ridiculous. Though, she has in notions. This she has totally notions. Yeah. So I would in just in age, yeah. that just can't. But, fly. But it's an already unpleasant atmosphere in the house. I mean, you know, and it's, it's going to get worse. You know, but well, it may or may not. Sometimes when you stand up to these kind of people, she's getting away with it because she's getting away with it, and because he's yes, backing true. down and going, yeah. "Oh, she's going bananas." And it is I a go thing to, of like. I go to write into Declan and Barbara. Just stand up to her. Just say, no, I, I'm going to the kitchen and you, Mary, you can, you know, I'm not making any noise. I'm not disturbing you. I'm not talking to you. Look, I'm walking to the kitchen and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And In just the carry on. Maybe. Uh, I don't know what the legal scenario is. I don't know if, like, that you know, that's the, the bit, like, you know, nah, what did you find? There's no. That's never an But at least you can't use yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> Uh, who, as somebody wonders, uh, as Barbara said, who pays the most rent? If she has exactly. the biggest bedroom, she should pay more. And why can't both work in their bedrooms? And then the living room and kitchen is do your laundry at night of the weekend. Uh, someone else says, been there. You need to be firm about yes. people working at the kitchen table. No one can tell you that you can't use the kitchen. If her house uh, mate wants to take calls there, that's on the housemate. Yeah, because that, that's a communal a area, area. By yeah. definition, yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, someone else says, I suppose trying to share their experience, but this is how you lose sympathy in your in your first sentence. I rented a muse from a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, what do they not have kitchens? Or something? I, I, like, I rented a muse from a lawyer, uh, and he used to have an office in my place, and he'd walk in any time, day or night. He also had foreign au pairs uh, who could barely speak English and would come in crying, saying he was a bad man. <laughs> I had to leave after two hours, what? two weeks, I should say. I hate to go back renting again. Some very sick people out there. I would say now, in fairness to your woman here, I, 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 it may not be a woman. Yeah. 
the Muse reference, I think, now makes sense that she's saying a Muse where they lived in the house. Yes, yes. And yes, the Muse yes. was in the garden. Yeah. And that's why he was using it as an office. Yeah. And that's why and the pairs are coming area down. For his so, yeah, I, I apologise yeah. for Sean slagging you about yeah. the Muse because I think that was necessary for <laughs> I still think that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be up next week in front of Matty McGrath yeah. explaining myself. Uh, right. Uh, I, I have a bit of a situation. My two best friends are in love and I don't know how to react. We have a group of three mates. And over the last few months, both have at different times expressed feelings for each other to me. Now he wants to tell her how he feels. And although I know she feels the same, I think this will end in disaster. Also, I have to say, I hate the thought of my two closest friends getting together. I don't want to be stuck in the middle of their arguments or feel like I'm being selective when I choose uh, to hang out with one of them over the other. There are so many reasons why I think this is a bad idea, but I know I shouldn't voice my concerns. Any advice? <laughs> he says answering his own question. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Don't voice your concerns. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well my, well, my main advice would be to um, to acknowledge to yourself that while you might have feelings about how this whole thing might go down, you're not really a main player in this storyline. Um, you're one of three people, two of whom are kind of possibly going off into a sidebar of activity. You've mm-hmm. got no control over that. Um, you don't really have any input into it either. The fact that they're telling you and, in, you know, letting you know stuff about that is because you're their friend. They're not actually asking you for permission. And also, I will say, they might be actually telling you that something might be going to happen that's already happened in the past and then just kind of breaking it to you gently because it's more likely as to how things roll, isn't it? That stuff kind of evolves and then you kind of tell the other person... You know, just, yeah. you know, but they, you know, they're not asking you for permission anyway, getting back to that point. They're not they're asking you for permission. Cards. No, no. They're no. letting you know. Things are going down. Things are changing. Things are going down. Are going down. Um, and while change is frightening for a lot of people, <laughs> I still think that you've got to bear in mind that you actually don't have the control that you seem to think you do when you're writing this letter into us. You've got, you don't have any control of the situation. All you really have control over is how you behave. Yeah. And as going forward, I think, yes, it's not nice to suddenly feel like you're the third wheel of a scenario. And yeah, it's likely if their relationships kind of integrate that your relationship with them individually and collectively will change. And you might feel like a like, like you're the third person in the or in, in, in the kind of loyalties or what well, no, Matthew McGraw would say in the Where we Matthew McGraw again? Liars, liars and the liars and the liars. The liars. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so, so basically what I'm saying is um, <laughs> this is not really a problem. Oh. For you to solve, it's not really, really a problem. Eddie They're story, just telling really. you a. It's life. It's a fait accompli. It's life, and I mean, I, yeah, like again, I have, I, again, I might be wrong, but I kind of have a feeling this is from a guy, um, <laughs> and I mean, I really think you know he just has to pull on his big boy pants and get on with it. Like these things happen, um, and there is. It is actually none of his business. Yeah. Um, what goes down with his two mates together, and I know you, you know, it is awkward. He'd prefer things to stay the same. But in life, nothing ever stays the same for very long. And things change and things happen. And, um, you know, as you said, like it is uncomfortable to feel in what was a kind of a relationship, kind of an equal relationship between the three of you, a team. And now you're going to be like the spare bed and you're going to be relegated to the role of gooseberry sometimes when you're out and about. So, uh, but I mean, that's just the way it is. I love the kind of arrogance that says, I just know this is going to end in disaster, but then doesn't tell us why he knows it's going to end in disaster. Otherwise, other than that, it'll end in a disaster for him because he feels that he'll be kind of on the well, outside. Yeah. Somebody thinks, uh, uh, well, somebody suggests he'll, he'll be stuck in the middle when they break up. 
But I mean, there you go. Like, so yeah. what? Yeah. Like, you know. But I mean, but even so what is what I'd yeah, say. So what? Well, because, yeah, that, that's true. Uh, somebody else suggests get more friends, uh, yeah, which is which is probably that's no, not a facility because like when as soon as this declaration is made, they're gone. They're 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 moving it. They're in the bedroom. You won't see them for months. But you know what? Like this scenario can happen. I think he's got an over exaggerated view of this because there was three of them in the relationship. But I mean, we all know when we were younger, you know, I remember my best friend telling me she was getting married. I remember her wedding and I cried my eyes out because I thought that's it. That's the end of my best friend. She now has a new best friend who's going to be her husband and now I have no best friend anymore. You really bought those speeches. (laughs) 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 But like, you know, it is like that's what happens in life. You know what I mean? That people, if you've got somebody who you're close friends with and then they, they're they in a serious relationship. But relationships does, evolve all the time. They don't evolve they? and you will you're get changing. back. You will yeah. get back to where yeah. you were. But that initial kind of honeymoon, like mm. we're all madly in love. I want to see him more than I want to see anybody else. But I do think the idea of getting awkward. new friends is kind of, because there is only three, three of them in that scenario. The disproportion of kind of power yes. and control, all that balance is going to, yeah. you know, that is going to change everything. That's irrevocable now because no matter what happens, happens whether nothing yeah. happens between the two other people things have or changed it's all just changed it's all and flux it's, and you just need to kind but of life is flux yeah yeah uh, Anne-Marie says I had a similar situation with a friend who was horrified when I started going out with a mutual friend she bluntly told me that she didn't want to get stuck choosing loyalty when it all went wrong that was 20 years ago. We married for 16 yeah. years. No sign of our loyalty being tested anytime soon. It can work out okay. I won't. Exactly. I'd like to know you still kind of friends with that person. Yeah, that's the other bit. Yeah, yeah. talk about loyalty. Because yeah. that, obviously that's a vivid <laughs> yeah. memory you for you. Did you send her a Christmas card? <laughs> yeah. So, and well, actually, that's an interesting point. That that if this fella does say it to the two of them. Yeah. They could fall out with him. Yes. Yeah. You you might lose two friends completely yeah. as a result of it. Which yeah. is why, you know, you just gotta let what you know. This is not his business. It's not your choice. It's not his business. So you, yeah. you know, so that's the advice there. Unless he fancies one of them himself. Which is another the, which well, is another potentially that could be what's really at the root of your of the scenario. Or he like he's, you know, agitating for triple status. Could be that too. Okay. That's a whole uh, other kind of yeah. bananas. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've nothing we'll to add know. on the trouble stages yeah. thing. Yeah, no. They're done. They're, they're last year anyway. They're, they're, they're a bit passe. They're a bit passe now, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. We haven't. What's a... What's a... It could be a four-way. A quadruple? A fruple. Fruple. Yeah. What? Is that what you call it? A quadruple? A quadruple. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah, a fourple. No, I mean, yeah. Fourple sounds Let's nicer. Let's not invent words that we don't need to invent. <laughs> My missus wants to go abroad for her 40th. She has asked me to chat with some friends to see if I can get a group together. But when I try to suss out a few people to see if they'd be interested in coming, they're not about or can't afford it. I know she's going to be upset if this trip doesn't go ahead, but we've tried our best. She's been going on about doing a trip like this for her 40th for years. I know when I tell her it's not going ahead, I will be met with you didn't try your best response. How do I approach this? Oh, <laughs> try oh, your best then how about that you didn't try oh, your best yes. oh, I thought this was lovely and I thought this lovely. guy I thought this guy sounded lovely for kind of even yeah. trying to make his wife's dreams come true even though the dreams are a bit overly ambitious so that's the first thing well done you for giving it a shot yeah. and talking to the friends because I know there'd be a lot of husbands that'd be just like where you go I'm not bringing that to the friends like that's yeah. a mad idea um, but like as for disappointing the wife like her, the wife is 40 she's not 10 and she 
can't be oblivious to the fact that there is a cost of living crisis. A lot of people are finding that their money just ain't going mm. as far as it used to. I mean, some people obviously have loads of money and they don't need to worry about that. But um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the rest oh, of us, <laughs> the rest of us. For uh, the moment, at least. At the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be careful, yeah. You never know when that well would dry up. Yeah, indeed. Can't see yes. things coming. Anyway, um, but, you know, yeah, what I would say to this guy is you need to approach this firmly but calmly and absolutely reject any su- suggestion that you didn't try hard enough. You can't force anybody else to do something no matter how much uh, you want to. And just because your wife wants this to happen doesn't mean that it's going to happen. And clearly it's not going to happen. Um, and I mean, that kind of a trip, which for other people, like if you could get your wife to see it from the friend's point of view, it would probably be an extra holiday to whatever they've already planned mm, or hoped exactly. to do themselves. Yeah. You know, it's the same as people who have a wedding abroad or a hen party abroad. It's suddenly an extra trip. Um, and like if they haven't budgeted for that, you can understand their reluctance uh, not to go. So, you know, get a Chinese around your house and um, have a happy birthday um, and don't 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 allow her to make you feel bad because you did try your best. And I think well done you. Yeah. So the question is, how does he approach this Calmly to the wife? And firmly. Knowing what the, uh, the wife's response is going to be. That's the <laughs> tricky one. Yeah, There's like two alpha females here today in the old letter bag. It's kind of yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's feminism for you. There you See, go. This is that's what's happened. Yeah, yeah. as soon as they happen. gave them the vote, yeah, the rocks set in. That's that's what happened. <laughs> They're bossing <laughs> young fellas around everywhere. It's kind of funny to me that he doesn't know how to uh, uh, like tell his wife that what she's asking for is a little bit unreasonable. Either because he either he's buying into yeah. the idea that this is like when the conversation kind of came up. You know, I want to get all of my friends. To fork out, to go to, you I know. I presume he's not the same guy who's living in the bedroom and can't go to the <laughs> kitchen to make a cup of yeah, tea. She yeah. won't let me speak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is, it's like, I mean, am I crazy to think that it's really unreasonable yes, to it's expect tight. your friends yeah. to all hop on a plane and pay whatever, a couple yeah. of grand, whatever it is going to be, to go to whatever. To have a party for your 40th. To make you... The yeah. woman, the letter writer here, or the, or the letter writer's wife, wife, to be the centre of attention on a really expensive week. I mean, it just But there's some people my mind. who totally believe in their own magnificence. T- yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love what you looked at me when you said that. <laughs> totally believe that. I don't fabulous. know what you're alluding to. Yeah. For a moment, I thought it was me. Um, but well, yeah. But so, so here's the deal. It, it is, is unreasonable. unreasonable. It's totally nuts. unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So, would you not rather... <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, you see, you're putting your man in your position now. He goes back to her and says, look, no one wants to go because you're a weapon. Yeah, That's God. why. Because <laughs> you think you're great and the world doesn't revolve around you. Happy birthday, love. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is that, though. So would it not be much more emotionally satisfying for everybody if the, 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 the result of a birthday celebration meant that everybody kind of did what they wanted to do and she got she walked away from a feeling that she has friends who are willing to do whatever they wanted to do and make her feel good. Because you something don't have friends that won't, then you don't have friends who will. Uh, yeah, and I don't <laughs> think it's fair to say they're not going because she's a wagon. We don't know that. No. She might not be a wagon. I would say but it's somehow she thinks she, she's expecting them not she's to ex- conjure some sort of magic to but make them see, all go. I think a lot of that Pay comes from. It. I think a lot of that comes yeah. from the fact that you don't know 
I think people find it very hard to realise that not everybody is in the same financial position as they are. So I think very often if you can afford it, you assume all your mates can probably afford it as well, do you know? Um, And I think that, I think there's that. I also wonder, is there something about turning 40 that's, you know, makes you slightly, like the only birthday party I ever had other than my 21st was my 40th. And I remember being a bit like, yay, you know, I I want to have, and it was, I mean, it was grand, but like when I think of what I could have done with the money, like, I'd have preferred to have had a more mature kind of um, uh, decision about that. So, mm. you know, it could be that I, she's I turned a fortune, she wants to go to Ibiza and, you know, kind of, I don't know, do kind of mad stuff that they used to yeah, do. Yeah, and there are some people that, that just don't, don't, don't ever regret money they spend on their social life. There are people that just go, I had a great time, I was harvesting memories and I, I you know, it was great fun. There are people also who kind of follow a trend, yes. you know, because everybody is now getting these yeah. Instagram, you know, hen parties on islands in their, you know, Love Island beach where, you know, that that becomes a thing and it yeah. becomes very expensive. And, and so, yeah, if you've got friends who are able and willing to kind of fund your dreams, great, you're very lucky. But it's a, it's an expectation, and I don't I don't think that the expectation should be an it's expectation. Kind of an immaturity about it, it though, yeah. as well, isn't it? Thinking everybody Somebody can. says she probably watches too many Real Housewives on TV. See, it kind of is. It kind of yeah. reads that to me as well. That's kind of what's talking about Love Island. That people are watching other people living these lives and think that somehow they can kind Do of that. manifest manifest it to happen. They want to it them. hard enough; it'll happen. Yeah, and you're going to go. Ooh, just a little bit of realism because you know oh. everybody else wants it to happen for themselves yeah, too yeah. so uh, I'd rather be on a I'd rather be on a Mediterranean island having a great time on your Todd and it was me yeah. the centre yeah. of attention <laughs> rather than you Belinda crikey uh, somebody says my wife wanted to go to the Maldives for 10 days for her 40th I laughed she was serious though I told her no feckin' way we can't afford it we went to Kilronan Castle for three nights instead oh, that's nice I, I said to her any about the same price <laughs> yeah probably yeah I said to her any time away with me anywhere is priceless we're still married just about uh, did that woman expect her husband to pay for all the friends he needs to sit her down tell her uh, the kind of budget available and ask her for her second choice their friends have probably finally escaped the years of mad expensive weddings and have PTSD about this sort of thing uh, someone else says you can't invite your friends to your farm birthday unless you're going to pay for everyone. Yeah. Uh, have they got a few tens of thousands in cash uh, ready? Uh, someone else says I'm going on a 40th birthday with mostly family and a few friends, but I organised it myself. Why would she expect him to ask for her? That's not alpha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it is that thing. It is that there are often situations when your friends will step up and pay for themselves to be at an event if you manage to kind of negotiate that whole scenario. All I think if, he's going to pay, if they're going to pay for it, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Like if somebody came but to me I and said, I'm at my so. 40th birthday party in Ibiza, New York or wherever, and like we'll pay for it and everything. I'm there. Like, that's fine. But yeah, I think anybody that's would. That's great. Yeah. Uh, tell your man to, uh, to, to get his wife to check his texts and calls if she doesn't believe him, seeing as they're being saved now. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. He could say, look, I sent this text, yeah. blah, blah, and they all said this. Thanks, but uh, no thanks. If this guy can't tell his wife through fear, then there are more problems in that relationship yeah. than he thinks. That's true. Says I still do think it's kind yeah. of like this kind of, you know, the slightly threatening tone is a bit, is a bit Well, much. exactly. But I think yeah. also he's, you know, I kind of give him the credit of the, give him the, credit of the doubt. What am I trying to Benefit say? Benefit of the give, doubt, Thank yeah. you, yeah. Um, credit in, notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's all coming out of my brain. Yeah. Um, in that, like... I just think he didn't want to disappoint her. Like, I think yeah, he really he wants no. to come That's what he does. <laughs> what he does is he tells her, I don't want to disappoint you and I give you the moon 
Veruca Salt if I had it. But I don't have any more than this yeah, budget. Yeah. This is what we're going to have. And Kilronan sounds lovely. Yeah. Cormac says, can the couple not just go away with just the two of them? Exactly. <laughs> no, but now I, I feel like I don't want to wish that on, on this poor man. <laughs> and maybe he doesn't want that to happen either. That's, what, that's the power Okay, one last quick one. Okay, okay. I, I, want to run, I want to run for election. I feel really passionate about certain issues, particularly public transport, uh, infrastructure and the lack of pace in which these projects proceed in Ireland. If I run... I want to run for these reasons and I don't want to deal with any of the other nonsense. I'm trying to weigh up the options around if it's worth the public hassle or not. I see how some politicians are teased on Twitter and I don't I don't want that for me or my family. I know public life comes with a trade-off, but I know I'd find that too much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think the answer to this is pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should run. Yeah. I think maybe maybe try like a, a local community organisation. That's awful patronising. I think definitely he should run or she should run. I think we need people who are passionate about changing things rather oh. than people who just see power at the end of the corridor. I the think course, definitely Barbara, we need. But like you know, yes, saying that you want to yes. be a public representative without wanting to listen to the public isn't exactly I wanting know, I to think be. I think he's, he's I'm sorry. Like, there's a reason they shouldn't run. Is they lose their feckin' deposit. That's why. I mean, they're just assuming he's going to get elected. The arrogance. I don't. I want mean, where would you see arrogance you like that awful. on you display? Are awful. The negativity is just terrible. I'm passionate about I certain issues. I think we need proper public transport and infrastructure. Oh, we do, and, and that's I a vote winner. People line winner. up to vote for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I want to be there when he's at the door or she's at the door talking to a constituent saying. For example, can we talk about beans? I know I don't want to talk about that. I'm yeah. not interested in that. Maybe talk to my nephew or somebody else <laughs> in my family about that because it's not what I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, it's I ridiculous. mean, you know, it's ridiculous. But we need people to go into politics, and we need people who who are passionate about issues to go into politics. Oh, we do, yeah, we, we do. do. <laughs> yes. So will we encourage this fella to go into politics. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> 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 Because you have to be realistic as well. About yeah, it I it involves pragmatism. Reason. Politics is the art of the, poli- uh, the art of the possible. Yes. And this person has no clue about that. They already want, like, I want to be a politician, but I don't want anyone to say anything bad about me ever. might have more of a clue ever. than some of them that are already sitting and have been sitting for decades in Doyle Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't, on the I basis of this, I, I wouldn't vote ahead. for it. Okay. If, if you, you know. want to criticise existing politicians, it doesn't mean that you give the next person that comes along, you, you suggest interest in it, that they're going to be better. That doesn't, that's not that's no, no, not but necessarily saying, the case. You know, it, the first line is that I want to run for election. Well, you know, I think then good run. for you. Run for election. Yeah, no, I didn't say don't do it, but I just don't think that We're the not rest him of any the help. He, should, he or she, if he's a he, obviously he should talk to other TDs. And we're very lucky here that our our TDs are generally very accessible. accessible. That's true. Um, so he should definitely talk to our TDs or local councillors. If this is a woman, we desperately need more women in politics. Only 23% of TDs and Doyle Aaron are women. Only 25% of councillors in the country are women. And she should get in touch with womenforelection.ie who run training courses and will have all kinds of resources if you're thinking of running for election. But don't come knocking on my door because I'm a way too cynical. <laughs> for or you shawls. and your family. Yeah. Or shawls. <laughs> I'm... I'm a, an optimist <laughs> and I wish you good luck. Okay, yeah. Best of luck. Best of luck. You best are wishes. horrible. Yeah. The pair of you. That's terrible. Best wishes. <laughs> Barbara Cynic. Danglin, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, uh, somebody, because we, we were wondering about thruples. Uh, oh, and, right. And uh, thruples. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's not quadruple four. It's called an orgy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Barbara Danglin, thank you both very much. Uh, 
Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.